0: Yo Mac, you there? Yes sir. How you doing tonight? I'm right, Mike. I'm
1: Mike, by the way. I'm the one who uh, emailed your booking agency and everything like that.
2: Uh don't, don't, don't.
1: I just wanted to thank you because your song My Crib has gotten me with a couple women. At the end of the night, when shorty is all loose, <laughs> I throw on your song, and I let I let you seduce and sing to the ladies in my car. And I tell her, let's go back to my crib. It's been working though.
2: Uh, no, no problem, no problem. You know that, I, that that's what the song is for. So you know, I'm glad it's working.
1: Great album, by the way. I like it. Yeah, thank you, sir. Thank definitely. you. And I'm going to keep it real. I'm probably the only person who's interviewing you who had no clue you were a famous actor. I figured it out on your interview with The Breakfast Club when Charlamagne kept uh, busting, on you, busting on you at first. And yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I didn't even know it. And then I just watched Red Tails last night, and you, you did good in that. And I just want to tell you, I just like your music. I was supporting Own It in the summertime on this show, and I'm a DJ, so I was playing Own It at parties and house parties and whatnot. And I was Thank like, you, man. I was like, who is this Mac Wild dude? He could sing.
2: It, it was a jam. Thank you. I appreciate that, for real.
0: No problem. You got a question Akil? Word, yeah, nah, man. So I mean, pretty much, you want to give us a little background info on you? I mean, you know, how this came about, how you first started with acting. You know what I mean? How you got the album set out? You know, a New York love story. That's unbelievable, crack right there.
2: Thank you, man. Thank you. Uh, well, honestly, it all—I've all, been doing music my entire life. You know, before acting and everything, kind of fell into acting when I was about 15. You know, my first big big thing happened when I was a year later when I when I did The Wire. And uh, from the wire, you know, I guess acting slowly progressed into something bigger, something better, all the time, always forward progression. but uh music was always the first thing on my mind. I always wanted to do music um I, and I finally got the chance literally this past this last um, this last year uh, I met Salam when I was about nineteen, but uh Salaam was always you know looking over my, over me while, as I write or you know any songs that I record. Uh, and from there, uh, this past December, he he just said, you know, why don't you come out to Miami for a week? Let's 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 try to work. Let's see what we let's see what you can really do. Word. He bust Word. out some songs and you know got the album uh, going.
0: Yeah, man, that's sim- yo. The samples that you have on the album were unbelievable, man. How was it, you know, working with? I mean, first off, you putting sign out on the map. Just to let you know, you know what thank I mean. You man. You're thank br- you you're thank bringing you. New York back, and you know what I'm saying I'm hearing everybody saying. Oh, you know new york hip-hop's not the same or whatever but just let you know you're definitely on the right track right now and you're bringing everything back to what it is and to see you got method man on there you recorded yes. with pete rock you know what i mean how yep. did what was that energy like in the studio you know what i mean
2: i mean it was it was amazing you know these are these are guys that i've definitely looked up to my entire life these are you know songs that i've listened to like with pete rock freaking um the World is Yours, you know, just iconic Classic. hip-hop hits, classics. You know, uh, DJ Premier with uh, well, one of my favorite songs, The Realness, which is why we used it. Yeah, keeping from It real? Yeah, for Keeping It Real. Um, or even Method Man and Raekwon. These are guys that literally watched me grow up. We we're from the same neighborhood. So yeah. They used to come to my dad's barbershop and get their haircuts So They literally watched me grow up since I was like three, four years old. Um, but, you know, it, it, it all... I, I like I said, like just like, well, just like you said, I wanted to make, uh, I wanted to make a New York album. I wanted you, when you put that in, you know exactly where you are, what it sounds like, what it feels like, and uh, and I think we accomplished it.
1: You know what's really awesome about that is young hip hop fans are digging back in the crates and listening to the classic songs that you used. I think yeah. that, I think that's good for hip hop because you're paying uh, proper homage, and a lot of uh, artists don't do that anymore. I, 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 I like how you're respecting the legends, especially
2: in New York City. Uh, thank you, man. Thank you. Yeah, you know, I think I think it was necessary, so uh, uh, it definitely had to happen.
1: I got a I got a question. Hmm. All right. So, how do you feel about performing your music live? It's different. Th- it's a different feeling than acting in a movie. Uh,
2: what had you more? It definitely anxious? is. It definitely it definitely is. But you know, I used to do theater as well. So theater, it's it's very it's very similar to theater. You know, it's kind of like you gotta roll with the punches, get up there, and just go.
1: Yeah. I also saw your Sway interview and I saw the freestyle and I, I loved your mentality. Like even when you were skipping a little bit and you didn't know what to say, you kept freestyling. You didn't even pick up the iPhone or the Blackberry and I really respected that. And you <laughs> killed you the man. freestyle. Thank
2: you, man. Thank you. You, killed thank it. you. you know, I, I, like I, I'm a hip hop fan, and you know, I think the main thing with hip hop is you know you gotta you gotta roll with whatever's thrown at you. You know, you know, so uh, yeah, I think that's. Pretty much
1: it. <laughs> I, I know we covered the album a little bit, but like from a New York style flow, like the features, the overall productions, everything was great. Tell me a little about the creative process, process and the main coms, concepts of the album.
2: You know, um, I, I think we, we were, because the, the actual album had a different name when we first were uh, writing it. So the whole idea, the whole mentality of it was, I guess for me, it was different. I really just wanted to tell a story of, of home and where I was from, but uh, which was in New York. But it was like after we listened to it, and we listened to it from top to bottom, and we really realized what we did. uh, I think that's when the name kind of just came to us. It it just it just made it just made so much sense. Everything just literally pieced together, you know. Mm -hmm. With with with, 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 like when you have joints like from like I said from Pete Rock, from Premier, uh, Slam, Remy, uh, Havoc, from Mob Deep, Big Dog, you know these these guys that are these guys that literally helped cultivate the sound that new york is known for uh, it it seems like it would it it only makes sense to to call it as such
1: speaking of all the artists and the producers you talked about not only can you sing this is primarily has some r&b tracks on it but as well you could rap i didn't know you could rap like that until i heard duck sauce and wild things when you went flow to flow
0: (laughs) (laughs) duck sauce have you off the chain i I was loving that
2: thank you man thank you thank you you know like i said i just wanted to really have fun on the record you know uh, Singing, rapping, poetry, everything, you know, so uh, I def- we definitely got a chance to get in there, wild out, and have fun.
1: You're a young, ambitious man, and I want to know, like, what are your keys to success for, like, the people listening, the younger college kids and the people who want to be actors or rappers or do anything that they set their mind to? What is, what
2: is your keys for success? Oh, uh, stay persistent. And make sure that you love it, you know, because, uh, you know, you'll do damn near anything for what you love.
0: So is it passion over profit?
2: Absolutely, right. like wholeheartedly,
0: two hundred percent. I respect that. I respect that. Quick question: What was um? How did the remember the time track come about? Because that was uh, that that feels like a real, real piece of art right there. You Thank know you what man. I mean? Like you had everything flowing perfectly with that. You brought back the MJ sound. You know what I mean? Pay homage. Mm-hmm. What, what was that like in the studio? You know, like how who formulated that? How did that work?
2: You know, honestly, it was we were I was I was literally in the studio writing Hennessy or Henny. Yeah, and uh and Salam kind of called me and he was like, "Yo, before you finish writing that song, just go in there, and sing one at a time." I'm like, "Are you sure?" Now <laughs> Salam knows I'm a huge fan of Michael Jackson. Yeah, so he was just like, "Yeah, just go in there, just just wild out, have fun." So I was like, "Cool," just went in there, went to the, still recorded it. By the time we finished, he was like, "Yo, this <laughs> is actually a good record."
0: Yeah, man.
2: I'm like, I mean, like okay.
0: Yo, that was that was definitely a great call, man. But I, that that's what I love to hear, though. You know what I mean? That like you said, you stay persistent with what you do, and obviously you have the right motivation. And most of all, man, that energy you have around you is is phenomenal. I, I honestly could say that. You know, I don't think anybody else right now in the game has that kind of support. You know what I mean? Of like a yeah. home feel. Like, you got that yeah. push with you, you know what i mean? Yeah, man. It know, feels good. Another reason uh, why i
1: support you, i could tell you're authentic. I mean because album sales are not the not the only thing that you care about. You were saying like the point was just to put your music out so people could hear it, you know, get Absolutely. some new fans. And i could see you have a great interac- interaction with your fans and i just want and you just want to make good music. What was the yeah. goal? What what was the overall goal like to start this movement?
2: You know, I, we we really just wanted to get the music out to the people, to show the people that, you know, that um it, it's it's more than it's more than a like uh, an actor doing music. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's actually um, someone making really you know someone who's willing to make amazing music, and that's all that's all I strive to do. You know, I, I, I'm always I'm always trying to outdo myself. Like even in the studio, like I'll write one song and then I'll be like, no 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 no, no. I gotta rewrite this. Mm-hmm. I gotta do this over. It doesn't it doesn't feel right. So I'm always looking to outdo myself, make my make it as as big as I possibly can, and uh, I, I feel like with this album, we definitely took it took it a whole nother notch than my last EP. So
1: I also read in an interview you never wanna you never wanted to like act and uh, rap and uh, record at the same time. Uh, why is that? Is there like two two different personalities you have, or is it you just want to? focus No, on?
2: no. It, honestly, it's and it's not that I don't want to. I think I think the main thing is like for right now, the music like me jumping into the music industry. Um, my career in the music industry is still a baby like i'm mm-hmm. literally just starting you know going heavy in the music industry so it's kinda like i kinda have to cultivate this make it make it wait till it's at a point where it could it could move by itself and then i'm able to do both you know it's mm-hmm. kinda like a child you 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 know you gotta you gotta make sure one child could walk before you go run around with two of them at the same time <laughs> also
1: What's uh less authentic? What's faker? The uh like the Hollywood or the music industry?
2: Uh man. Not to diss uh, anyone. I'm no, just no, of course not. Of course not. It's honestly I think I think a lot of it all altogether is fabrication. A lot of people uh have that whole fake it till you make it mentality.
1: Yeah.
2: Or yeah. just fake it period. <laughs> so <laughs> it's it's real it's really uh you know, there's there's so many different levels. To both sides of the industry, I, I just you know you, you can't you can't even separate
0: them. Mm.
2: Mm-hmm. Word,
0: that's what's up. So I mean, what, what do you have? Uh, I mean, I know the album just dropped or whatever. Who would yes, be some yeah. of the artists that you know? what I'm saying if you were to hop on a remix or you know a feature or whatever, even who, a tour. Who would? Yeah, I mean, who would be oh, some man. artists that um, you would like to work with?
2: I, I honestly like I, I love I love where hip hop is right now. Yeah. So like like uh, like a Kendrick or like a J Cole. Mm. You no. know, even Pusha. You know, just like just some dope, cool. some really really dope uh, acts that that um that embody what hip hop is. I'd love to jump on. I'd love to jump on a tour with them or you know work with them and see what we could come up with.
1: If you had to do a song with them, what would you want to do? Would you want to rap uh, rap on it, or would you want to be on the hook, or would you want to sing? Y-
2: you know what? It it all depends. Mm-hmm. I feel I feel like you know like we would get into the studio and we'd fill it out and, and just see what makes more sense. Yeah. You know, like, whether it's a verse or whether it's, you know, like, a, a hook or something like that. But, you know, whatever it would be, it would be, you know, top-notch.
0: Mm. Word, That's awesome. man. That's what's up, though. That's what's up, man. Like I said, yo, keep doing what you do, man. You got great support around you, and just keep Thank putting you, the hook on the map, man. Definitely with that. Absolutely. We should Absolutely. let him know. He
1: probably has things to do. What are, what are you up to tonight? Actually, I'm performing tonight in Fayetteville,
2: so... Vietnam.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna say Vietnam so, tonight. So you're on a tour right now? it's uh, just what you're on the tour?
2: Yeah, no, just kind of like a promo tour, running around seeing a lot of fans, getting the word out mm. about the music. Because there's still a lot of people who are trying to put two and two together about uh, who Mac Wilds is. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm trying to plug just, you to the
1: college crowd.
2: Yeah, exactly, definitely. exactly. So it's it's really just getting in people's faces and and you know letting them hear me actually sing or just see, see or just see me. With the song playing, it's like, wait, this is, oh my, wait, <laughs> I, I, oh, this yeah. is that
1: dude? Oh, also, right. before you go, I want to, I want to ask about the Hot 97, uh, the concert series that you did. How oh, was that? Yeah. Was that the first time you I, performed? Um, the,
2: the, the I did it, when I did it for Ad we get yeah, that was my very first like my very first on stage performance. All summer long, like I was running around uh, New York City, mm. like jumping in DJ booths, grabbing the mic, singing. You know, it took like to the clubs. But uh that was my very first like that was my favorite first real real night and it was it was fun like it was really really dope
0: mm. yeah
2: um but uh, we're actually doing another show now like we're doing something for, uh, at SOBs on the 23rd of October oh wow and uh, yeah, it's gonna
0: be crazy. Yeah, I'm definitely Bad. about to be there. Whoa, what, what, when is that? Sob's on the 23rd. The 23rd. Man. All right, writing that down. That that's no lie, right the there. The true
1: hip hop fan and R&B fan can both rock out to this album, which is like unique. You don't really see that. This all the, like, you know what I mean? You don't see it anymore
2: and yeah. I thought it was definitely something I, 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 that's the, that's the thing that's the thing that I love the most.' It's, 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 uh, that's the one thing that I really wanted to to show and, and embody you know you there's some people you talk to and it's like, yo, you're bringing real hip hop back and then there's mm. other people like, yo, that real r and b is back. so it's kind of, I, i'm glad I'm glad I was able to find exactly my spot. It's like it. it's so like best of
1: both worlds,
2: yeah, exactly, you know. But nice, I appreciate you
1: calling in and uh, taking the time out of your schedule to uh, come and talk to us. Yo, know,
0: before you leave I'm real from. quick, you know, let them know where they can reach you at. Which you, where you at on Twitter oh, yeah, or whatever? To, uh, oh,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, at @macwilds Wilds, M-A-C-K-W-I-L-D-S. That's on Instagram. That's on Twitter.
1: I'm about to promote uh, it, uh, too. too.
2: Yeah, d- definitely. Just just hit me up. uh Oh yeah, and, and get the album at uh it's New York a Love Story. me yes. up on my Twitter and let me know what you gotta think about
1: it. Oh we we love it, me and a kill, but after you go yeah. we got Wild Things My Crib Own It on the
0: playlist yeah. right
1: after yeah. I might just write yeah. the whole
0: album for the rest of the night, real talk.
2: Yeah. <laughs> look it,
1: lie. <laughs> Sorry about before we had a uh, technical difficulties. <laughs> but I'll let you go and enjoy your uh, tour and show and that album is great, I love it. Keep up the good thank work. You, man. All right man, we'll thank see you, you at you.
0: SOBs on the twenty third. Yes, sir. All thank right, you. Play, stay up. All right, peace, you Peace. Just had the homie Mac Wilds in for the quick interview coming up. Big, big artists coming up. I'm telling you, the kid's surrounded by a whole bunch of talent. Not even D-Riding right now. I'm just saying it like it is. The kid, I mean, put it this way, sweetie, true or false. You got three features on, on your computer. album. And they just consist of Method Man, Raekwon, and Dougie Fresh. And it was produced, and you had work by Havoc from Mob Deep. Frickin' Salam Remy, which is work with Amy Winehouse, Nas, the list goes on. It's but a really
1: good album. I told you about that.
0: Unbelievable, unbelievable album. I'm telling you, that's... I mean, real talk, that ass, that's, that just took over the whole Drizzy playlist. I haven't even really bumped My Name Is My Name that much. i just been vibing out to this whole thing. I'm about to crush some coochie tonight to it.
1: Yo, tell me about the free show what happened with the internet connection and the computer. Yo, and pre- what Yo, pre-show, yo,
0: this... You I know. did that interview with no notes and anything. I did that all top of my head. This, this pre-show was ridiculous. I wasn't... My computer crashed. I was all lifted and whatnot. I mean, maybe I shouldn't have even blazed. Shout out to Zone Shy, getting me lifted with the bong and whatnot. Every, Got me all over the place. Everything is crashing my technology tonight. But nah, nah. It was a rough start but I'm glad we got Mac Wilds on there, man. He's a but cool dude. You dudes can follow him on Twitter at Mac Wilds, Instagram at Mac Wilds. He be at SOBs on October 23rd. About I'm about to uh, promote for him right now. Definitely gonna be there. Definitely, definitely. You could hit us with some tracks though. What you got for me, Sweeney? You got some? You got some? My computer right right might now? blow up. I feel so New York right now. I feel so wavy. Mac, my, Mac, Wilds. so. Wild. Survival, so Survival the fittest. We got another interview coming up pretty soon. Just waiting for homie to call in, get in touch with him and whatever, whatever. But um nah, I'm loading my computer right now. Um Sweeney's out here loading a slow, slow computer, moving like molasses. Just imagine me trying to run a mile in like three minutes. That's how fast it's moving. Straight slugs slug space.
1: We got Pusha T coming up, new Pusher T album. Um
0: Yeah, man. My have name you is my name. First
1: week sale projections are seventy five to eighty Thousand. Have you, you his... listened to it or not? Of course I've listened to it. Pusher T is maybe one in my top five.
0: Definitely, hands down.
1: With no radio singles, and he's selling this many records, 80,000 it looks like, um, first yeah. week, which is pretty good. Shout out to Pusher T, he got a strong fan base, hip hop, gotta love it baby. Been yeah. riding with him since Lord Willen, Clips-ish.
0: Oh, hell yeah, dog!
1: He rec- he, he says God and ho- damn. He, he says, in Hold On, the song with Rick Ross on the album, I've never sold enough records to take me away from the life, and that's my point.
0: That's great. That's what it is, though. Yeah. Nobody brings more, you know, cook, crack raw than freaking Pusha T. He's a push a ton.
1: Pharrell uh, said in the interview, I, I uh, have this on my phone, he said, he looks and he looks enormous success in the face and he turns it away because he still feels like he speaks for the underdog.
0: That's about Pusha yeah, T. Yeah, he does, though. I, I mean, that's the that. thing. I mean, you got to remember, yo, you know what it is? I put Pusha T in the same category as Fab. That have been around since we was in what middle school? But in a sense of not, years ma- old, not he's many artists. Old. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Not many artists could carry longevity. You know what I mean? And if you could carry longevity, you got a lot of respect. You got a lot, a lot of respect. And Pusha T's been there just like you said, since Lord Willin and all that. And you can't you can't front on that. You know what I mean? He's always stayed current with it. To me, fair God, I still bump that to this day. That's a good mixtape. My man had the Queen sample. That was on, on my that gym one playlist. Track, that was great, My man. God
1: was good, too. Fear of God 2 was
0: good as well. Well, Fear of God 2 was on, like, three different, you know, tracks. That's it. It was just Fear of God repeated. Just a couple remixes. Nothing too special.
1: Also, in the interview, I recall this. Pusher T talked about how um, he has the ambition of a 19-year-old, like, he sees it through his eyes, to be a big dealer, drive big cars, run from the feds.
0: Whoa.
1: He's so he's so real with that. Whoa. Like, like Pusher T envisions himself still as a 19-year-old oh, yeah, yeah. running from the feds and, and like,
0: Cause I mean that's so one I'm hard a life to live, yo. You know yeah. what I mean? That's no joke. Especially down in VA, man. A lot of people underestimate that, but that whole DMV area gets loose. That place is real gully. And uh, the whole premise is to keep it basement is almost like it's it's
1: likely it's not this album is like a keep it basement album because it's unlikely it's gonna have commercial success. Like like nothing was the same or Magna Carta Holy Grail. But yeah. Pusher T still delivered the like the exact same product. For his fans, they, he, they wanted that raw, uncut cocaine raps over beats. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, most of the industry wouldn't even attempt to go on these beats or rap about the stuff he raps about.
0: Yeah, oh, yeah, no, nah, of course not. Great quotables. Nah, he's, man, Pusha T's a classic, yo. He's a classic. He's a class act, too. You know what I mean? Yeah. He keeps it real. He doesn't BS anything. We should... I'm, I'm really surprised he still cut his braids after Charlamagne calling him out saying that them braids is holding back his career.
1: And it didn't know He not. put the album out
0: Exactly That's and what I'm saying it's better than
1: Kanye West's album
0: Yeah possibly Jay-Z's My And Drake's Jay-Z's. And Drake's I don't know 50-50 Different type of mood Yeah exactly Exactly You know what I mean you No. Know,
1: honestly I've been blasting Matt Wa- Mac Wild's songs every day
0: Yeah I told nah, you about exactly. it all week And you were like Alright
1: yeah I'll check him out Check them out Check them out Oh don't even start that dog I've been had it Get out
0: of here <laughs> Don't even start Don't lie, it's hard to start listening to an artist that you have no history about Like, honestly, you don't Well, nah, I mean, I just started work, so I had to find the time and all that Congratulations on the job, by the way Yeah I
1: helped you get the job with my piss
0: I love it, I love it And you got the flu up in here, you got a flu shot and he's sick now, and I'm gonna get sick Listen, the flu shot does not get (laughs) you sick I'm checking WebMD right now The flu shot does not Bro, I have the I'm gonna send you photos right now, the screenshots I took the other day in case anybody wants to know. In case anybody wants to know the flu shot does not get you sick. It is a dead virus that does not get you sick. It makes your body immune to it to when it does come into play. Plain and simple. And the flu shot don't even kick in for two weeks.
1: That's what she said.
0: Well yeah, I mean she dealing with some needles. You <laughs> know what I mean? That's that's exactly what she said. You know? Yeah. But give me give me some beats, yo. Wait, Go. I wanna ask you something. What up?
1: In a recent interview, Chris Brown said he lost his Virginia virginity at the age of eight to a fourteen year old or a fifteen year old girl. Boy. It's different in the country, he says. He blames losing his virginity at such a young age on his cousins because. Honestly, they, I don't
0: even care. Just turn, I don't who cares about Chris Brown. It's funny his though, virginity. he blamed his cousins
1: because they watched a lot of porn in his presence because he lived with his cousins.
0: But well, who is there to blame, dog? You lost your virginity. That's why Chris Brown's whack. How many women do you think Reezy has slept with? I didn't care. One, Rihanna. He whipped. Rihanna could go out and get a train ran on her by the whole hip-hop industry, and he could watch and still take it back. I still didn't lose my it virginity. He gives a bad rep for light skin. You definitely did not lose your virginity the way I you acted. St- I still didn't lose my virginity. I was the
1: 40-year-old virgin before it came out. That's my role. Yeah. That's my movie. That's my life.
0: Nah, no, definitely.
1: We got Pusha T right now, new music. I got so much music to play. I mean, I don't know what. to go. I
0: I will I do bump that Chris Brown and Pusha T. I can't lie about that.
1: Sweet Serenade. Yeah. I'm going with us with us some raw stuff too. I've been playing Sweet Serenade a lot.
0: Yo, can you give me that uh, Kendrick of Pusher?
1: Oh yeah, I got that. But that let me nostalgia? give me the intro of the album so the fans.
0: Yes. It, the the intro is so mean. Here, King. Clark.
2: So, yo, Mike. Hey, what's going on, man? What's up, dude? Not much. Rough day? Oh, it's been a busy day, a very eventful day. Mm. This is a hip-hop,
1: Mike, the only Italian employee at Hot 97, ladies and gentlemen. The only I, I just Tell the people who you are and tell the people what you do who are listening.
2: Well, my name is Mike. Um, I go by Hip-Hop Mike. I work at Hot 97, doing a number of jobs. Um, I'm Peter Rosenberg's assistant, first and foremost, but I also work with the promotions department on the street team. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, tell everyone how you became uh, Peter Rosenberg's assistant and, uh, I guess, side manager, and how did you get to be in the position you're in. I think the story is inspirational. That's why I want you to tell it.
0: This sounds interesting. Is he drunk
2: right now? I mean...
1: (laughs) No, I was like, are you drinking? He was saying you were drinking. No, I I wish I was at the studio drinking with
2: you guys.
1: I feel bad interrupting you if you're uh, at a party, but...
2: No, not at all.
1: Just tell tell your inspirational story about uh, Peter Rosenberg being the assistant and how you got to that and what you did.
2: It's actually crazy. I started out um, always growing up, you know, listening to 997. Mm -hmm. And there was a while ago when I was like maybe 15, 16 years old. I was on MySpace way back then. Throwback. Oh, um, damn. Yeah, it was a while back. (laughs) So I was was on MySpace. (laughs) Well, I sent everybody that worked at it. Whether it's like Angie and everybody that I grew up listening to and that I looked up to, I sent everybody, you know, an email. And I was like... You know, I really wanted to work. I was willing to do whatever it took, whether it's sweeping floors, you know, driving, whatever it would take. Um, You know, I was really trying to work. Mm -hmm. And um, of everybody that that I sent the message to, Rosenberg is actually the only guy. He wrote back to me right away. And, you know, he told me to just hang in there. He's like, you know, you should go to school. He he really gave me some good good advice and some guidance. And, you know, he tried to get me into school for broadcasting. I looked at a bunch of schools. And, um, you know, once I graduated high school... I was actually trying to win tickets to Rock the Bells, like, growing up, Nas Nas was always my favorite rapper, I I grew up in Queens, so, you know, I was trying to win tickets to Rock the Bells, and I was fortunate enough to win some tickets, and I went out to Rock the Bells, I met him there, and, like, I was always a hustler growing up, I was trying to sneak backstage, or whatever it was. (laughs) So, uh, right
1: right off the bat, he didn't, like, help you out, though, at Rock the Bells, did it take a couple years, or a couple times?
2: Um, well I didn't really know him that that well then. Like he had hit me back on MySpace and we went back and forth a little bit but you know, I didn't really meet him face to face until rock the bells.
1: That's funny, um, that's like me how I emailed I emailed you a let I emailed you in like the summertime, you reached out to me like last month, it was funny. And in the in the thing you just gave me your number, that was the email and I was like, Alright, I guess I'll call him up.
2: Yeah, I'm not big on emails. I I get so many emails a day, it's like it's really hard to keep track sometimes. Yeah
1: what about uh, entertaining stories like when traveling to the hip hop events I know you went to Rock the Bells in LA I know you uh, travel- you just said
0: that push, uh thing right
1: yeah in New York City we, he was creeping your Instagram prior to the interview about the Pusher T uh, release party and stuff what was like a funny story you have like an entertaining story
2: um honestly the craziest stories always end up happening right around Rock the Bells believe it or not mm-hmm. but the craziest story I can say as far as an event goes is I went to an event for for Rock the Bells they did like um, I guess like an up and coming Rock the Bells thing like the press releases and I went to to the one it was at Santos Party House and I ended up running into DMX there
1: oh my god oh Oh, damn
2: yeah (laughs) (laughs) but um, like I watched him do his interview and everything I think he was interviewing with um, Elliot Wilson
1: Mm.
2: from Yeah, yeah but after the interview, you know, I asked him for a picture because I, like, DMX is definitely one of my idols in this industry. And I, I ended up taking a picture with DMX And I said to him, I was like, oh, can I get the last picture? Because everybody's asking him for pictures, And there was a kid that was before me that took a picture with him. I got the last one, what I thought. And then I guess the kid's picture came out blurry, so he asked him for another one. <laughs> and DMX turns around to me and he's like, I thought you, I thought you said you were taking the last picture. Be a man in your way. I thought, I thought you were telling me that you were taking the last <laughs> picture. Started so so bugging out of it. Oh my God! And I was like. I was right away. And I was followed him like, yo, no, no, no. Like, I don't want no problems with you. Like, yeah. my hero. like I don't <laughs> any problems. <laughs> that would be too much.
1: Imagine
0: DMX in your film. My God. Yeah, no, I'd be none probably of that. the most scared I ever was in my life. I don't blame you, son. D- DMX coming at me. Nah. Shout, out to, shout out to DMX. He's dealing with some
1: issues right now. I hope he gets better. His and, whole uh, life is exactly. been issues.
0: <laughs> I love his uh,
1: earlier music, but um, <laughs> what new artists have your attention? Like, what new songs or groups do you like? Any upcoming artists you support? Heavy.
2: Um, there's a couple of them that I like, honestly. Probably my favorite artist that, that's been out um, is probably Matthew Ragazzino. I like mm-hmm. him a lot. We just played BK um, Accent Yeah. before you called up. Oh, yeah? Yeah.
1: yeah? yeah. We've been playing Brooklyn music a little bit.
2: Nice. Yeah. 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 Matthew Ragazzino is definitely one of my favorites. Um, Out of Brooklyn, to keep it, you know, 100% Brooklyn, you got Joey Badass and Era. Yeah. I love Nick is he's, he's, you know, awesome.
1: So you uh, you live in Brooklyn, but you're from Queens. What's the deal? I was
2: born in Queens. I I live in Brooklyn now. Mm, what part of okay. Brooklyn, In Sheepshead Bay. I told you. He
0: called it because I said you have a deep I, Brooklyn accent. I knew it. <laughs> yeah. No, I figured my cat from Brooklyn right He's either got to be from Sunset Park, Bay Ridge, Bensonhurst, or Sheepshead Bay. One one of those four uh, cool yeah. options. You know what I mean? Oh yeah! <laughs> Shout out to
1: Nino Coligno. well What what's the what's the pizza story? Like, what's the best pizza in Brooklyn? And where would you take a Brooklyn girl out on a date?
2: Oh man. Where would I take a book and go? probably to Nino, just because Nino keeps it interesting, but Oh yeah. He, he's a character. <laughs> That's yeah. funny
1: that a mutual connection, um Akil, we have a mutual connection and it's this guy named Nino Coligno, and it's like a really good friend of his. Word. and Goodman is friends with Nino, like really good friends. And he owns a pizzeria in Brooklyn and he's like a pizza he's in the Pizza Olympics and did all this stuff and pizza he's a like,
0: connoisseur enthusiast. No, he really is though,
1: right?
2: Yeah, it's, it's actually pretty crazy, like, along the way, but when I from when I sent that message to everybody at HOT, and when I actually got put on, I was just working a bunch of odd jobs, and I was cutting hair, I worked at a pharmacy, and one of the jobs I had was actually working for Nino. Mm-hmm. So, like, meeting him was just crazy, and I saw, like, videos of him on Good Morning America, spinning pizza. Yeah, I saw like, that one, too. Yeah, he told me a lot of stuff. I actually learned how to, how to make pizza and, like, posto. Um and He's and- a good guy
1: what do you what are your um thoughts on the music like the radio on on music today i know that you uh work on sunday night with rosenberg and that's like some good hip-hop but what do you honestly feel about the music that they play in new york city on power hot 97 and the radio commercial music do you like all of it or is there some stuff that you wish they didn't play
2: i mean honestly i all i really listen to is hot 97 i i don't even have the other ones on my preset oh yeah but as far as what I plays, I mean, Ebro definitely makes a good job of selecting the music as far as, like, you know, the whole team over there. And, you know, some stuff, honestly, I I think we play a lot of it. Like, when you get when you hear a song that you're not really the biggest fan of and, then you know, it gets in a rotation and they play it, like, over and over again. Yeah. You know, it, it can get frustrating, but, I mean, overall, everything that's on the radio I like a lot. You know, you, once you start listening to stuff over, you know, over and over again, you become a fan of it.
1: Yeah, exactly. A lot of people, especially white people, not to be racist, but, like, my friends who are goofy and white, they'll hear a song so many times, a Lil Wayne song, and eventually they'll like it, and that's the whole thing. Like, you end up liking the song because it's on so much.
2: I mean, I think it's it's a combination of just being on a lot and hearing it, but, like, once you really listen to a song a lot, you know, you kind of get an appreciation for it. Like yeah. when, when Wayne first came out, when Drake, even Kanye, when Kanye was, like, first popping off, you know, I, I wasn't the biggest fan of them. And then once you start listening to, like, the lyrics, like, w- with Kanye and, like, even Wayne, you yeah, know, right. it kind of mm-hmm. grows on you, and you start listening to them. The, like, you know, they have a specific style, both of them, of how they, you know, how they do things. So.
1: And uh, what exactly do you do on the Hot 97, like, on the Sunday night show with uh, Rosenberg?
2: Um, Sunday nights, I've been, you know, learning the boards and working on boards um, with my buddy, Shawnee Culture. He's actually awesome. He has his own show that follows Rosenberg's show. Um, Sundays. Oh, late, late? Yeah, he does like the overnight on Sundays, so he has his own show, which is, is really good if you get a chance to check that out. Uh, he's out. been showing me how to do boards, and I also record the show like into the um into the Pro Tools and to put it up on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, we kind of just do things to keep the show being built. I know it's a late slide, so we, you know, we want to keep it updated on the SoundCloud so people can listen to it during the week. And, yeah. You know, he plays different music than you'll hear all week on any radio station. So,
1: so how is it? How how is the number of people in the studio, like on the late night show, like Sunday night show, uh, compared to the morning show? Is there more people in the studio, like behind the scenes, or is it the same amount? Is it is it a lot of people? Like I always think there's like thirty people in one small room, or there's just like two people there on a Sunday night.
2: I mean, it depends. Like, certain nights, there's just one or two people that are in there working the boards and, like, Rosenberg doing his thing on their show.
1: Yeah.
2: Other nights, it, you know, you'll have Bobby and Job in there or Bobby Trends in there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. it, it really depends, you know. Hot 97. seven? It's, it's kind of like a treehouse that, that broadcast radio. Like, when you're up there, you have a, a whole family of people that, you know, they're up there networking, the building, and, you know, putting their own shows out. And, just yeah. you know, everybody kind of feeds off each other to, to update their knowledge. So.
1: Have you ever seen the movie Airheads?
2: No. Unfortunately uh, so I, I, I was going to ask you
1: how hard is it to sneak into Hot 97. I was going to
2: think about just, <laughs> just coming up there and start watching hate- the floors. It's damn near impossible to sneak in the yeah. <laughs> uh, After
0: those shootouts, though, are you serious?
2: Uh, I, I went to Hat two times before I worked there. Like, before I was officially in the building, I went there two times to pick up tickets. Yeah. And you would think it's like a military base. You oh, get yeah. the key cards to get through every door. Like, you got we have it very locked down.
1: I want to ask you something. In five years, where do you want to be?
2: Um, honestly, I'm not quite sure. Like, my way of doing things has always been to set, like, smaller goals for yourself and just, you know, really try and master everything that that you get to along the way. Mm. Um, I've always loved radio, and, you know, I might want to go that route, but I've also worked in label situations, too, and, you know, I love the idea of being maybe an A&R or something and building with artists that are just coming out and, like, you know, new artists.
1: How does one become an A&R? Like, is it hard to get into now with the music industry the way it is now, the way it's designed?
2: Um, I think it's not the easiest, but I mean it's it's tough because lately there's no artist development really anymore. Mm. So when you find an artist that you think is really talented, or an artist that has things that just like you know need a little bit of tweaking, like you know to, to be more mainstream or commercialize them a little bit, it, it's kind of tough to to do that under a label's belt. Also, you know?
1: like the independent ones, isn't there like they just like have their brother as the A&R or a family member or a longtime friend so they don't get screwed over?
2: Um, I mean, I guess there's some labels that do like that, but, like, as far like, I worked with Def Jam for a while, and they, they're definitely really good at giving new people opportunities, the people that have just done their own thing on the side, mm. they're very good at picking them up and, yeah. you know, just keep moving.
1: Speaking of Def Jam, how do you feel about the new Pusher T album?
2: I love it. I'm actually a very big fan of the Pusher album, and, and honestly, I didn't think that I was going to be the biggest fan of it, but... How come? Um... Uh, I don't know, I never really got into Pusha too much, like, I always liked the clips and everything, but, yeah. you know, when when Pusha started going off and doing his own thing, and then when he was with Kanye, like, it, it was alright, but, it, I like, it took a while for Kanye himself to grow on me, you know, so Pusha, like, all of them, honestly, it took a while for Sean to grow on me also.
1: Big Sean, yeah. So who is the uh, coolest artist you have met that you wouldn't think, like, would come off so chill, you know what I mean, like someone as Kanye like we, he has a reputation of being a dick and obviously if you saw him maybe he could be a dick but who's someone who has like a reputation or someone you would never think is as cool as they are and down to earth as they are like that you met
2: um, honestly I can say the two craziest artists that I've ever met are probably like Jay and Nas wow um, yeah. Nas That's just big. because I spent like it, the Rock the Bells the first year that I went Rosenberg didn't pick me up he told me to keep going to school like after three years of going to Rock the Bells was like with when I started working with him and he, he knew right off the bat like every year I would go to Rock the Bells not only to talk to him but to see Niles so Niles is just incredible so you would just go to
1: Rock the Bells go to these venues and just meet all these artists? yeah I gotta get out more <laughs> Had, I don't, I, Rock the Bells, isn't it cancelled this
2: year I heard? No. Yeah, they canceled um, the show over here. I mean, we were, we went out to LA and did the show there, but
1: yeah, I saw that. That was cool. That was funny. 40... poor ticket sales, unfortunately. Oh man, that's not How good. How that
2: possible? I I couldn't tell you. No. I mean, it's tough. You know, like Maybe nowadays the well. getting so big, and yeah. like not a lot of people that that listen to hip hop are really honestly i wish people were more supportive of it as as they are with different genres of music and like
1: they should start you know, the other things
2: in general like when when something's trendy like fashion wise people pick it up right away and they're so willing to throw money at it and like even music wise to some extent certain artists it's like they could put something out and people are so willing to throw money at it but a show like Rock the bells which is it's it's an both lineup than any other show like the, the lineup itself is just so diverse mm-hmm. and so many different artists that you know it's it really is an investment to go to the show and a lot of people you know now you can watch everything online but, yeah that's you know,
1: true that's cool how you can watch from backstage because rosenberg was hosting it right
2: yeah being on stage Good is crazy view. <laughs>
1: and uh, i was gonna ask you who's the artist that had you most starstruck and i would i would have bet it would be Nas.
2: Oh, Nas is definitely up there. Honestly, Jay is probably the most starstruck I've ever been, but...
1: When you when you took a picture with him, what was it? You were just standing there like, uh, I didn't know what to say?
2: <laughs> I, I didn't even ask him for a picture. Honestly, I I never took a picture with Jay. I've met him, like, maybe two, three times now, and I've never taken a picture with him. Every time I see him, I just, like, it, I just wanted to say, like, thank you. You know, like, yeah. Jay, Jay himself is just... It's like an inspiration to anybody in music. I don't think anybody would deny JB being an inspiration. So it's like actually meeting him and seeing him face to face. It's like it's like a moment of Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so uh,
1: the best picture to put up of you is probably the one with Nas. I was gonna put on Instagram then uh, at you, and so people can know who you are and what you do. And also, you have a show you were talking about you wanted to
2: do. Um, yeah, I mean, like, as far as pictures, oh, you put up any picture, you put up a picture of myself, like, I... I just
1: wanted your you consent, know, like, I didn't want to put a random picture up you and be like, what is this kid doing? <laughs>
2: I'm not, do you think man, like, honestly, I, like I was saying before, I get so many emails, but your email, like, just to stay in my mind for a month and actually take the time to hit like, you back, like, you're definitely a good dude, anything Thank you, you.
1: Yeah. I was playing Licensed Dale a little bit, Beastie Boys, too, before you called. Nice. But, um, what I was what was I... I forgot my... I was gonna ask him something good. Forgot. What? Forgot.
0: Nah, I definitely respect your hustle, though, man. You're definitely a hard-working kid, you know what I mean?
2: I try, man, dude. Uh, honestly, all it is, like, the best advice I could give anybody is just, like, you know, be patient and be persistent, because... If you work hard and you really are passionate about something, you know, things kind of have their own way of falling into place.
1: Is it passion over profit in a way, or you got to make that money first? I know you're a hustler.
2: Oh no, it's 100% passion over profit. The profit's going to come regardless. You know what I mean? Like if you really work hard enough, like I was saying before, I worked in pizzerias, I worked at barber shops. Like you'll always find a way to make money. Money is something you can make doing things that you love and mm. doing things that you don't love. So well, I'm a big believer. If you keep doing what you love, eventually the money's gonna come.
1: Honestly, though, it's it's a bit hard in the radio industry and whatnot to to do what you love and to get a job doing it.
2: Uh, it's definitely not easy. It was a long road, and there's still a long road ahead of me. You know,
1: for every Rosenberg and like Ebro and Cipher, there's. Like 600,000 people who want to be in that seat You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I,
2: I'm I'm blessed, man. I'm definitely blessed.
1: Yeah, it's good how you did that. We had Mac Wilds. That's why we we got to you late. I'm sorry, Mac Wilds called and he was. We had technical difficulties at first, and he called later, and it was a good time. And he was talking. You you're familiar with Mac Wilds, right?
2: Yeah, he's actually he's been putting out a lot of great music and doing a lot with the station. Yeah, I mean, we were Mac Wilds.
1: Yeah, they, he was getting heavy support with High Ninety Seven. That was awesome.
2: Oh yeah, so still is. Our whole team, like you know, we're crazy about Mac Wiles. He actually did our Ed Week show. We do an event once a year called Hot Night, which is a very big event for the station. That mm. um, my boys Janky and and Carly they actually put together, and you know Mac Wiles was performed on there as well. So oh, we so you you're like on
1: the street team as well. Like you have street like a
2: yeah, I do street team
1: you're doing everything. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean, I love the street team because, it's like, my whole belief as far as the street team concerned is that they're, like, really the heart of the station. Like, we're the ones that are out there on the streets, and we go to different events, and, you know, we really show, show that there is a station there, and, you know, that's what helps keep things going so you know just being in touch with people that listen to the radio because it's really hard like i can say from personal experience just to get through to somebody that you listen to on the radio that's definitely true have a conversation with them so the street teams more like liaison. and janky does a great job of keeping everybody together you know yeah i think great team to be part of
1: that's good yeah that's awesome um i told you about the uh how Charlemagne got back to me i did an interview with him and i was at a comedy show and i met him and stuff What's what they, what do you, I think, uh, I like Rosenberg and Charlemagne are my two favorite. And I, I know they don't really necessarily get along, but do you think it's because they're so much alike that they don't get along the way their comedy is and everything like that. And the way their like their persona is in hip hop. It's almost impossible Ooh. to have a, like be a friend, be his friend in a way. Right. Because of it's such a competition, hip hop and radio.
2: Yeah, I mean, I can't speak on Rosenberg's behalf when it comes to, you know, his feelings for Charlemagne, but I I wouldn't say that I don't think that they get along, I just think that they run in different circles, and that they have two different styles, like, when it comes down to things, like, working with Rosenberg, he's always very upfront, and he's very real about, you know, his feelings towards things, exactly, like, he, he always keeps it real, like, if he doesn't like something, he's... The most upfront person about it you know yeah. and I don't listen to, to their show enough to you know speak on you know what Charlemagne does over there
1: mm. yeah well where can uh, everyone find you like where can we reach out anyone can reach out and find you on social media Instagram. Talk to you.
2: Yeah, um, you can hit me. Um, I'm at hip hop underscore Mike. It's pretty much everything on my Twitter and my Instagram. I'm I'm kind of light on the Twitter, honestly. But if you hit me on there, I get back to you. Instagram, especially, I'm on every day. Yeah, and you know, uh, you know shoot me an email.
1: <laughs> and you definitely got to come up here and work the. Board yeah, I'm here. looking
2: forward to it. I actually wanted to call meet you face to face. I'm sorry, I didn't get the chance today.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's fun. We might be going to the Mac Wild Show. Where are we? What are we?
0: Sobs on the uh, 23rd.
2: Nice. That's actually it's I 97 sponsored show too, so I'll definitely see you guys out there. Yeah, I saw that. by foot action, right? Yeah, we do. Um, it's basically like a Who's Next live. So we we have them coming out, and um, it's on the corner of Hudson and Barrett.
0: Yeah, um, yep. It's The
2: show that Carly puts together every you know every month in Rosenberg and Shorty Culture host. Word. Um, so, if you know whoever's listening, definitely check that out.
1: <laughs> do I got to bring my gun to that event? No man, no. You no, don't, sound, homie. Just <laughs> it's so
2: varic. <laughs> if, if it's on. a Hot ninety seven event, it's very unlikely that you'll need a gun. Yeah. i ninety seven definitely. We, you we don't even together. need a
0: toothpick, yo. Well, yeah.
2: cool, man, you, you, you'll be good. Just, just say what's up to Junior at the door. You know, take care of you. And you know, it, I would keep the gun at home that night because they do search heavy at S O B's. Yeah.
1: Keep, so for everyone out there who wants to get physical, keep the gun home. Keep I the was gun, kidding. It was a joke. Shank, Right? <laughs> Everything. But we'll let you go. Uh, we'll let you continue your night.
2: I appreciate it, man. It's been, it's been great talking to you. Definitely. I'm looking forward we'll to uh, meeting you at, um, at the Mack Wilder show. Definitely we'll keep my in contact.
1: Man.
2: All right, for sure. All right, All right be easy, you. player. All right, you guys have a good night.
1: Thank you.